lines of coke, full pig costume. And he's doing rails of coke on a fucking light. There's all these people looking at him, like, fucking, like, freaking out. <laughs> and he gets back to the fucking studio. He, was, he thought he was gone for, like, 15 minutes. He was gone for, like, two hours. <laughs> yeah, that's always the way with that stuff. Um, well, yeah, is that, is that what we're doing tonight, or are we just on with uh, the regular podcast? Oh, well, I just thought I just love that shirt. I we could do that episode if you want, sure. Oh, it's up to you. Are you prepared for that? I'd rather leave it till tomorrow if that's okay. Um, let me think. Tomorrow is red. I'm not sure if... I'm not 100% sure if I'm available, because I only get one day off this week, which is Thursday. Right. And I'm working till 10, so I don't know if I'm going to straight home to the straight to the girlfriends or if I'm going home. Okay, you just good to go. Right, if you have an intro, I love listening to your intros. Um, okay, yeah, have one. If you don't, then fuck it. I don't have one right on the tip of my tongue. It was going to be something about. Uh, hi there. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> what is it? Hi there. Happy Tuesday. It's October the 30th, 2018, and I'm Eric. Talking at you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where I think this is the year where we all finally admit candy corn sucks. That's <laughs> I've been all over the radio today. <laughs> Don't, be Don't be that guy. Every group has the one guy who pretends to love candy corn. Nobody likes this shit. Oh, it's fucking terrible. It's why you only get it once a year. And it all comes, who the fuck's making it in the band crisis? Who the fuck is buying it? Nobody's Nobody making it. it. All, all the candy corn that exists in the world was made in 1911. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sitting in a big warehouse in the middle of probably New Mexico. Yeah, it's going to be somewhere hot. <laughs> and they just ship it out every year. <laughs> Four guys who just go through this warehouse. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. It's next to, it's right by, it's Area 52. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one that nobody actually knows about. It's right next door to Area 51, but nobody ever looks for it. You can put anything in Area 52 and get away with it. Yeah, <laughs> that's where the real alien sits. He's just sitting there munching. That's where candy corn is. <laughs> fucking alien, that shit's out candy corn. <laughs> we couldn't figure out what to do with it, so they give it away at fucking Halloween. That's that, that. That could be actually a really valid conspiracy theory. There we go. Uh, right in line with some of the ones I've been hearing. Um, by the way, I heard some whoppers last night from a guy. Um. Regarding aliens amongst us, and uh, um, that apps are actually demons. Ooh, and yeah, apps are demons, and the more you download, the the more they will eventually make your eyes bleed or something. I don't remember. Um, He said something about yeah, there's like some app where some guy downloaded it and his eyes bled, and then someone else took his phone and tried to see what happened and they died or something. I don't know. It was a big, and it's all legit because he saw a video of it on the internet. And that's something I wanted to bring up that this is a scary thing. And I'm hearing this more and more that people say, well, I saw it. It has to be true. 
And so they actually saw somebody download an app that his eyes bled after downloading it? Yeah, well, yeah, apparently, yeah. It's a, there's a YouTube video. I, I didn't bother to get the link and go check it out myself because that would be doing research for the show and be a smart thing to do. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, uh, but, yeah, it, it, it's just a scary trend, and I'll, I'll look for the video. But... Um, I first noticed last year when people were buying into these sleep deprivation videos. Did you have, were you a part of that at all? No, what were those? Where um yeah, and they're still you can still just Google them. Just Google Russian sleep deprivation experiment. Oh, those ones. Yeah, those were fucking wild. Yeah, and they're not true. No, but they're fucking wild though. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're fake and everyone believes them. And this just seems to be happening more and more where people are starting to believe stuff because it's on the internet. And that's, that's frightening to me. Well, it's, it's, it's to be expected at this stage because all these fucking kids today are just, they only learn from the internet. They don't know anything else. But that's not healthy. Welcome to society. Uh, that, 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 that really frightens me because I, well, frankly, I'm on the internet and God forbid people believe everything I say. Um, <laughs> <as the listener. laughs> that would be a, a bad, well, no, you know, it would be a fantastic world. I'm not going to lie. Uh, everybody start paying a lot more attention to things I say. We'll all be a lot happier. Not at first. At first we'll be miserable, but I swear we'll get through it. <laughs> <laughs> If we don't, we'll fart the world burn together. <laughs> well, basically, that's that's kind of the path I'm on right now. So, um, you know, keep, keep in mind, I am the, probably the most famous homeless person at the moment. Yeah, I um, have to say that. Yeah, well, yeah, that one homeless dude in where the fuck was he in Ottawa? Uh, it was Ottawa. It was Ottawa. I think it was Ottawa that first started putting out those pianos. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You told me about this guy. And there's a homeless guy where some dude just walked up, and there's this homeless dude there, and he had a. Uh, he started playing the fucking piano, and he was really fucking good. And um, so the uh, his YouTube hit within something like within two days had over a million hits. Within yeah. two days, and it just sort of took off. The guy got a record contract. Um, he's clean. He's sober. He's off the street. He got reunited with his soul. That was his wife had died. His alcoholism took over because he was so depressed over her being dead. He lost custody of his kid. Then he went homeless for like six years. Yeah. And then yeah, that's when he got discovered. Now he's like all clean. He's getting fucking remarried. He found love. Yeah, yeah. He's got a job. And Do you remember, there was one in L.A. a couple of years ago. Um, well, it's going back quite a few years now, if I think about it. But he was a radio personality, and he was walking up and down like the Meridian on the road. You know how they do that? They bump change from the cars at the red lights. Yeah. And uh, someone just heard his voice and said, wow, you should be in radio. And he's like, oh, well, I was in radio. And he it was an instant sensation. He was all over the news. Same, same I, I, idea as as your guy. 
Yeah, but that guy fucked it all up, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what. That's yeah, what he said. went back. He went back to being homeless and druggied again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, I think it's fantastic when it, when someone gives you a second chance like that. The best thing to do is just throw it right back in their face and buy crack. <laughs> 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 I'd uh, you know, I'd like to think he was probably honest about it too, which would have been even better. So, are you going to take this money and turn your life around? No, I'm I'm going to go buy a lot of crack. This is a lot more money than I've seen in a long time. <laughs> I'm going to do a lot of crack with it. I can get good crack. There's <laughs> <laughs> another guy who was I th- I think he was homeless. He, I don't know, he did some really nice deed, and somebody started a GoFundMe page for him. He ended up getting like hundreds of thousands of dollars, and but the family refused to release the money to him because they said, "Well, he's going to just buy drugs and alcohol with it." And he ended up getting a lawyer to that pro bonoed it, sued them. And turns out the family was using the money themselves. And they're actually on vacation. They've got them remodeling their home. <laughs> and they're not. They're saying he's just going to blow it. And he's like, "Yeah, no, you're going to blow the money. So we're going to we're going to hang on to it for you, so we can, you know, make sure that it goes to something that we can invest in, or we can do this and this." And then they end up fucking just spending it all on them. I can see my family doing that to me. <laughs> Absolutely, family's doing that. Um. Yeah, hey, speaking of which, guys, uh, where's my GoFundMe page? You know, people are doing, handing me things out, like, like, all over for anything, any number of things. Where is mine? I'm, I'm not asking for one, because I think that, that you can't just ask for one, but uh, if, if one of you guys are so inclined, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no. I think that is a fantastic idea, and I think somebody needs to start this up. Because if I started it up, well, I'd be covered in tattoos. <laughs> That's good to know, because I was going to discuss that with you uh, a little later about our monetization, because we are now um, set up with a... Oh my God! Which site is it? I should be promoting a breaker. I believe it's Breaker. Um, breaker dot audio. Okay. Um, what are they doing for us? They well, you you have to pay to listen to us, and then we get money. <laughs> um, so it's a it's a paid it's a paid uh, listener service. But we we get a portion of the money if people are so inclined to uh, pay to listen to our show, which you have to do in all the states now. You don't? Uh, No, no, not at all. I'm just making that up. Um, (laughs) So that people will go to this site instead of listening to it for free, because I'm still not exactly sure why people won't, why why you would pay um, if you didn't have to. Um, But I'm not encouraging you not to, guys. and by the way, everybody, uh, sorry, I got to take a little, a little step back here and say, welcome to Eric and Gord. What if we're right? Uh, brand new show, brand new title, brand new graphics, uh, same great crappy production and uh, pointless banter. 
<laughs> uh, totally going in a different direction. Um, not quite as funny, but hopefully a little more user-friendly for everybody, and I won't change it every month. Uh, brand new email address. Two of them, in fact. Um, and they're both the same. You can get us at ericandgord at gmail.com. Doesn't get easier than that. Um, and you can also, because my new laptop is a, uh, a Windows-friendly machine, uh, so everything is uh, um, Microsoft, so you can also reach us at ericandgord at outlook.com. Uh, which is a, it's actually quite a cool um, email uh, uh, site, I guess. I don't know, what do you call it? Email server, I guess? Server, I guess. Um, I don't know really Outlook because, like, a lot of every business that I've had an email address at, they all use Outlook. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's nicely set up. Nicely organized. Okay. Um, These companies are using it. I, I would say, well, I'm not going to say it's, it's inferior to Google. Um, the app, their their app store is their 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 app. The uh, Microsoft, or the Windows app store is it Microsoft apps or Windows apps? I, I think it's the Windows store. No, it's the Microsoft store. Uh, the Microsoft store is not the Google app store, <laughs> uh, uh, to say the least. I only yeah I only know the Google one. I've never even seen another. Yeah, they've they've got the Microsoft Store, and it's it's definitely the 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 dirt mall of online shopping. Um, <laughs> it is not the Metro Town that Google Play is, and I didn't realize they could be that different. But it's funny; it really does have all these like generic sort of B versions of apps that we normally have. It's like, it's like fucking uh, Crave TV. Yeah, it's, it is the Crave TV yeah. of app stores. Um, I think Crave TV is its big seller. <laughs> that explains everything. Uh, it's it's pretty rough. It's checking out the Crave TV when I couldn't afford Netflix because you know I couldn't afford five dollars a month. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought it was really funny, so I, I, I did the tree, free trial, and it, the free trial lasted for exactly eight hours. Oh, and really? It was like, I, I mean, it, it lasts for a month, but I only used it for eight hours because it was so... They had, like, a dozen movies. <laughs> and <none of> <laughs> it was just the most useless piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. It's just like, it's like going through your... Your mean, angry uncle's movie collection. <laughs> Every trilogy is missing one. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And, and, the, and the worst thing was, is they all had commercials in the middle of them. Oh, really? But here's the worst thing: if you're gonna stick a commercial, that's fine. But for some reason, on great TV, garbage is annoying. Their fucking their movie, their commercials were stuck. Like they would wait for the most inopportune moment. Yeah, big conversation of a very serious point being made, uh, and the middle of an action sequence. Commercial, and you're just like, oh, what the fuck? I find a lot of uh, a lot of the what do they call them? Subscription TV channels tend to do that too. Where, like, why? Like, 
You've got Netflix. There's no commercials. How are you competing with this? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm curious myself. Uh, because I had a guy look at me from a fucking window because I'm yelling outside his house. So I understand. I, I get those looks all the time. You get used to it. Yeah, but this is actually somebody's house. <laughs> I mean, the, their house is backed onto a cemetery. It's supposed to be fucking quiet. I'm literally standing behind this guy's house, hammering away about fucking Crave <laughs> TV. <laughs> it, it, it's Halloween. People pay big bucks for that kind of stuff. That's true. My mom paid 200 bucks for a flaming skeleton on a motorbike who sings songs or does some stupid shit. She doesn't even have kids that come to her house. <laughs> she buys it just for herself. Just for herself. She buys She dang, doing up the whole house. She lives in the middle of nowhere on the outskirts of Kelowna. Um, <laughs> no kids. No houses in miles of any direction. There's a 7-Eleven, and, and, and she's she's right by the airport. I don't know, maybe. But she loves her Halloween, so. <laughs> Who am I to take that away from her? Um, what about, uh, I don't know. She, you didn't yell like you got to meet her. Um, um, that bed bath, uh, uh, Teresa. Uh, yeah, with the accent. No. No. No, but she had tattoos. She had a Bon Jovi tattoo. Oh, yeah, no, I'd remember that. Okay, yeah, she she is like... First of all, Tracy, if you listen to this, you're fucking... You're, you're a dope chick, but I, I always liked you. Um, she is, like, legit, like, really, really into Halloween, where she has a skeleton that she has a name for him, and he actually stays out all year round. But then she specifically places him in places in Halloween, so he's like no more at the forefront. <laughs> She's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I just can't. I've got a guy. We're we're doing a big Halloween party tomorrow night at Insight, um, and it's a big deal. Apparently, this is like the third or fourth year, and it's it's um, a big thing for them. But uh, I just I can't get into it as I don't see. Uh, I get why kids like it. They get free shit. That's cool. But I don't get adults getting into Halloween. It just doesn't make sense to me. Oh, that's easily explainable. Young, hot girls in slutty outfits. Oh, sure. There it is. But I don't I, I don't need October 31st to like that. I uh, That's a 365 job for me. <laughs> well, you're also in B.C. where they have better weather for that. That's true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ontario doesn't have that look. <laughs> I remember I was eight years old in Brandon, Manitoba, and I'll never forget. I there was the year we couldn't trick or treat. Why? It was too cold. It was a massive blizzard, and it, it was just you couldn't walk. It was windy and blowing the snow, and it was deadly. And and minus I don't know what it was. You know, your skin would freeze in ten seconds. So did they like do it like? They just canceled? Did they yeah, yeah. Halloween just canceled. Wow. That was a brutal year. I was that? I was the Tin Man from uh, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> like, I remember one year it was really cold and snowy for us. I mean, it was like maybe, I think it dipped down to about maybe like minus 15 or something, which isn't, for us, I don't care. That's not, that's just like, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it was really cold and snowy that year, and I remember, because I had, 
then I had my snowsuit over the top of my costume. And every time you had to show up, you show somebody's house, and they'd be like, oh, what are you dressed as? And I'm like, I'm dressed as a cool fucking kid getting candy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do your jacket and show what you're wearing and do it back up again real quick. <laughs> so it was almost like a thing of slashing your fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to remember doing that. Uh, or we like we tried to put our costume above our our winter coat, and it would never work. Yeah, you just look like a fat version of whatever you were trying to look like. <laughs> and for me, I looked real fat. So. <laughs> and now I just now when I the few Halloween parties I go to, I I just try to make my costumes purposely as budget looking as they can. <laughs> A <laughs> um, couple years in a row, I went to the Ericotron 2000. It's a re- I was just like, had tinfoil on my arms and a half a basketball on my head. It was like the worst robot costume ever. That's amazing. <laughs> and what are you? I'm the Ericotron. I'm the worst robot. It's just, people, like, they, they can't wrap their minds around. People want to put effort into these things. And, yeah, um true. When you when you put in when you put the effort into not putting an effort in, it's uh, pretty funny the reactions you can get out of people. Um, speaking of putting effort in, um, do you remember Ali, right? Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. Okay. So uh, her um, her uh, her best friend Reg, he did his first Comic Con this year. They actually went and dressed up this year. Right. They made so he actually went out of his way and he actually made his own costume. Now, when usually when you say that, when you say somebody did their very first one, it's usually the shittiest fucking thing you'll ever see. It's the ghetto and everybody laughs at you. Right. His costume was legit professional. Awesome. He did Lego fucking Joker. Really? And he looks exactly, exactly like the fucking actual character. It was stunning. Uh, yeah, Reg, if you're listening, way to go, motherfucker. That was awesome. That is very cool. I, I'd like to go all out. I, I I actually thought about it this year. Like, do a costume where absolutely... Like, in my opinion, the, the past costume is the one where you don't recognize the guy. That And... We we had someone show up at the party. Me and my friend Steve had a Halloween party one year, and a guy showed up in just the ghost costume, just the typical sheet with the two eye holes, <laughs> but would not speak for the entire party. Oh, and character. Nobody could figure out who it was. Oh, that's so good. And it, it, it did get really creepy after a while, because um, he just, he wouldn't break, and he never did. He never broke character the whole night. We it was it, we found out it was our buddy's little brother who had, wasn't even really invited. Oh, that's so um, crazy. Just, show, that's perfect. just showed up to creep the hell out of everybody. Um, and it worked. But that's uh, that, that, in my opinion, if no one can guess who I am for the whole night, then that's a successful costume. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's how I would want it to be. I, I would want no one to ever know it was me, especially if I was doing it at Insight. That would be hilarious. See, I wouldn't be able to pull that off because, well, I can't shut up for long enough. <laughs> well, yeah, you know me. I, I'm yeah. real quiet all the time. <laughs> uh, I don't like to, to talk too much. Well, you, yeah, me and you, are, we're, the, we're the silent type. Hey, did, did you see that on the, on the website? Um, the pictures I put up of us? Um, 
I read the, no, actually I didn't see, I didn't see the photos. I, I, I just, I read the, I read your very lengthy and very wordy bio in my very short paragraph. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like three lines. Mine's half a novel. <laughs> and I've read like a novel. Mine read like a toddler wrote it. The best thing is I'd finished mine before I asked you to send me one. <laughs> that wasn't on purpose. They just worked out that way. <laughs> Because I was looking at it, I'm reading them, I was thinking, okay, so clearly I need to get the Atheon mind. And it's, I'm sitting there trying to, like, to think, well, we should write another one. But yet I couldn't think of anything else to say other than what was already said. But like, I think that just pretty much covered it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's perfect. It's, but I, I threw in uh, something. There's another page on the new site that wasn't on the old site. That uh, Everybody, please go to ericandgord.simdiff.com. Um, and which I just found out I can drop the sim diff for a lot cheaper than I thought. So I might actually consider doing that once I'm back to work. Awesome. So it'd just be Eric and Um, which is very kind of cool. And once I do that, then they, they take over hosting for me and I don't have to do it anymore. Oh, perfect. Uh, so everybody go to my site, go to our site, keep going. Uh, listenership is getting great. And, uh, thank you guys so much for, uh, for tuning in, uh, especially my friends in Ashburn, Virginia. Um, I love you more than you love me. I guarantee it. Um, <laughs> but if I we, know. you guys can love me more, it's okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you guys, the, sh- the more you listen, the better the show gets. That's how this whole operation works. And, uh, if we can get a couple more, of you every day kind of thing, uh, then prizes start flowing. Uh, I'm not a greedy man. Uh, the more we make, the more you guys make. It's, it's, a, it's a co-op podcast. It really is. And I'm not asking you guys for money, although that GoFundMe face wouldn't hurt, but I'm not saying that. Um, no. uh, but uh, just listen. That's all we need. Listen. Give, drop us a line once in a while. Eric and Gord at gmail.com. And, um, as soon as those wheels start turning, we'll start sending you prizes. Um, funny thing is, I was listening to an episode uh, today because I do that now. Um, <laughs> you never did that before. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, it's research for future episodes. <laughs> uh, I think it was June the 9th I was listening to. I don't remember the exact date, but we were talking about, it was one where uh, we had done, that you were having a, some difficulty with sexism in the workplace. And uh, oh, right, yeah. when, when you were uh, first looking for a job, when you had first gotten there. Yeah, reverse, well, I mean, yeah, sexism, exactly reverse sexism. You, you talked about stealing pens from that one place. Every time you had to go up and talk to a lady, you stole one of her pens or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we did, we decided, we we offered them as a giveaway at the end of the show. <laughs> so if, if you call in, Gordon will give you a pen. <laughs> I'll give you a pen for two days. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't the only one. Pens are the most difficult thing to find in that company. Uh... Just a funny, funny. The show hasn't changed that much <laughs> over the over the last few months. It's um, kind of the same thing. Please listen. We'll send you stuff. Yeah, we actually will. Just fucking somebody would just contact us. First person who contacts us, we'll get a guarantee. We will send you something. Oh yeah, you're getting a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, and good stuff. I was just kidding when I said it wasn't, or maybe I wasn't. You won't know till you get it. But. <laughs> 
Um, that was always my joke before you joined, or that you never know. <laughs> don't know what you're going to get. I'm going to send you something. Don't worry about that. Uh, I might do a handful of Canadian leaves that have turned into fall colors. We don't know. I, I, I don't think they're really lacking in the leaf churning in uh, Ashburn, Virginia. It sounds very... When I, think, when, I, when I think of Virginia, I think, like, Maine and all those nice, like, movie movie states where they do fall movies. Yeah, and that's probably true, but they're not Canadian leaves, and that's a difference. <laughs> that's true. Although now... Off of the crematorium parking lot. <laughs> watch, uh, watch Trump be up on the news tomorrow saying he's going to put a tariff on Canadian leaves that they import. <laughs> if that happens, then we've made it. That's it. We, that's it. I heard those guys, and I'm <laughs> we're, 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 we want only American leaves. He's just getting stupider by the day. <laughs> he really is. Uh, getting to the point of great uh, molecule and everything. Oh, speaking of, by the way, I I, I have to mention that. Uh, so right after that, the tragedy of the shooting at the uh, the Jewish um, synagogue in the states there, um, uh, Trump was at his one of his rallies, and uh, he was, you know, because uh, as any good president would do, um, he actually completely made up a lie, like completely made a lie up um, for a fact that it was the uh, he goes, you know, um, you know, everybody's got to sort of band together. Um, you know, uh, you know, we're not going to shut anything down. I was talking to my good friend so and so, which is somebody he doesn't know. Right. Um, <laughs> this guy said that you know, like when when uh, when nine eleven happened, you know, the very next day, you know, they opened up the stock exchange and they did it, and it was a very difficult thing, but they did it anyway. The New York Stock Exchange was shut down for six days. Yes. It didn't open up the next day at all. There is absolutely no truth whatsoever to the statement. <laughs> wow. There he is. See, everybody's like, yay! The stock exchange opened up the next day because America's awesome. No, it stayed closed for an entire week. <laughs> wow. Oh <my. laughs> yeah, and he really does just make this shit up as he goes along. Yeah, well, he thinks of nothing. It's, uh, he's, he's, he is our sober with a presidency. I, I like and that. He's the of Google. <laughs> he doesn't even use that. No, that's the thing. I don't get it. Um, he's always got, like, that was the big thing when he, when he uh, first got the job, was that he was all over Twitter all the time. Um, and he's, uh, the president's supposed to give up his cell phone, and he refused to. Um... But, you know, he's got the Google right there in his hand. Why is he not Googling something? Because then he would have nothing to talk about because he'd realize everything he says is wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, you say it sounds like a bad thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> he, he wasn't running really, a country. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that's how he won. He, you know, there was no truth in anything he said while he was running, and he still got the job. Yeah, no, that's true. I, I believe, I honestly, in my heart of hearts, think Americans have just given up. They well, just, it just makes sense. You know, all good, all great empires have to fall. Yeah, and it's 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 the American Empire's time to fall. 
uh, I just, whatever happened to the good old days of people trying to kill presidents? Yeah, yeah I, I'm really surprised there hasn't been an attempt on him. I really am. And, and, and the only thing that happens is instead of him getting shots at him, what do you, what do you get? You get some dude sending bomb a bunch of people who aren't even in power anymore. Yeah. I just don't understand it. I don't understand any of it. Um, to be honest, I, the, the more I learn, the more I don't get. Um, <laughs> gets more and more confusing. It really does. It all seems so pointless. And we never go where we're supposed to go. Like, we we knew we had to go into Afghanistan to get uh, bin Laden. We, we No one expected a U-turn into Iraq to fuck those guys up for virtually no reason. Like, that, that just came out of left field last minute decision uh, and made no sense. We For 10 years, we weren't where we were supposed to be. <laughs> and not only that, but where they found Bin Laden wasn't even in Afghanistan. No. And they didn't bother picking a war with the country that was hiding them. No. Not at all. Made no sense. Why? Yeah. Um, and and uh, uh, Yemen has is, been the big problem this whole time, apparently. <laughs> With, uh, now speaking, not necessarily of Yemen, but um, going back to that synagogue that shot up, did you hear that there was uh, two GoFundMe pages started up for that? Oh, you're kidding me! Come on now. Oh no! Listen to this. This the, I'm actually fucking blown away by this. These two GoFundMe's are set up for the victims and their families of the shooting. They were both set up by two separate Muslim groups. To raise money for the Jews to say, look, you know, I mean, we're we're not here to hate. This is a horrible thing, and you know, we're going to raise money. And the victims, like you know, they've uh, I think the guy's big statement was, uh, "You will not pay, or they will not pay for medical expenses. They will not pay for funeral costs. They will raise the money to cover all these costs." Really? And the initial fund was set up to raise forty thousand. And within something like 24 hours, it already hit like $140,000. You're kidding me. And it was a Muslim group. Yeah. Doing something for the Jews. It's amazing. I don't think it is that amazing. I think it's more common than we hear about. Well, I just think that it's a great thing to see... Like, I mean, you know, like you talk about it's the easiest thing in the world. That is theirs. Have a faction that is known for hating this other group, and yet they're standing up saying, "No, no, no, we're going to raise money," and the whole community dance together and ends up donating, you know, a whole bunch of money. I think that's a it's a great thing, and that's a, a damn good example of how how the in my mind it's supposed to work. <laughs> yeah, not that difficult. No, no, it, it's it's <laughs> literally the easiest thing in the world. Like, don't just make these things up. <laughs> I put a lot of thought into them. <laughs> we may not put a lot of thought into the show, but goddamn, we put a lot of thought into that. I yeah, you did. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, the show started. I swear to God, it is true. The show started over a lunch break. I uh, just wanted to talk for the afternoon, so I started a show and did it. 
Um, and then now we, I just kept doing it. <laughs> um, and that's, I, it was on my lunch. I thought, Hey, I should have a show. I think it was, I told a story about Tim Hortons and I was telling it to myself on the train on the way to work. And it was really funny in my mind. And I was like, this should be a show. <laughs> and here we are. Uh, 98 episodes later, I believe is the actual count. 98 episodes. Although if you go, it depends on what website you go to. Because some have been deleted. Uh, some some have us at 90. Some have us over 100. Um, there, there is not a lot of consistency to it. But uh, I'm, I'm going by anchor numbers, which I believe puts us at episode 98. Okay, we'll go with that. But... Um, uh, there's been quite a few more than that. Uh, the uh, launch date was March the 3rd, I believe. I just heard it this morning, too. And now I don't remember. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just heard, I just read it this morning um, on a site that where I went to read about myself. <laughs> Uh, there were several actually because I am trying really hard to branch out in ways that uh, Anchor isn't um, and that that's namely uh, financially so I'm very much trying to get at least enough money for the show to pay for itself and get people prizes that would be cool um because at the moment, it does cost money to produce this thing. Yeah. Uh, very little. Um, as I say, we can... I'm not going to get into the figures of it over the phone, but we can make more than we spend, that's for sure. You know I just thought of something. No, uh, Feel free. Please. <laughs> please, stop me. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm walking around the cemetery. I'm seeing a pretty expensive open space here. Well, not necessarily open, but open enough. It would be fun to get some listeners to come into the cemetery while I'm broadcasting. And I could actually set this thing up and we could actually have people sitting down and like listening while I'm wandering around the cemetery talking to you. Yeah, that, that would be neat. That would um, be kind of funny. See, I was thinking of doing something like that when if I went and started putting us on YouTube, which, by the way, folks, if you want, we are on YouTube every night. Um, it's, it's just a very boring graphic and this show. Uh, but if you want to listen to it on YouTube, do so. But I was thinking about actually, now that I've got the uh, technology, I could do a YouTube show out of it. Um, yeah. Because so that's, that's the number one question. Every time I tell somebody I'm on a fucking podcast, they're always like, oh, really? It's like, what's your YouTube they're always for the video. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, no, just talk. Well, yeah, but like, like, where do you, like, where do you talk from? Do you guys have like a studio? I'm like, no, we call each other from across the country. I'm in a cemetery and he's on the street. And we just yammer on about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. And that's a lot of fun and it's really funny. And they go. Like, oh. And you have videos of this? No. What part of on the fucking phone are you understanding, man? No. <laughs> it, it's a it's a radio. It's it's a dying art. I don't think it is. I think radio is coming back in a big, big way. But um, yeah, it's. I don't particularly want to go video unless the the public demands it. 
Um, but it'd be fun occasionally to do something like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I could do it right now, in fact, in a minute, but I'm busy right now. Um, I'm always busy doing stuff. I don't know if you guys know this. I don't just sit down and talk to Gord. I'm doing stuff all the time, um, working for for the people. And I'm not. I'm just looking up our new website, uh, Eric and Gord, What If We're Right. Uh looks much better than the old one. I'm happy with it. Uh, big advertisement there, folks. A whole page advertising a uh, Gord's knife sharpening business there in Milton, Ontario. Uh, feel free to go by the website, ericandgord.simdiff.com, and there's a contact page there where you can book an appointment, or if you have any questions about knife sharpening, you can reach Gord right there. Or like buying. If you're looking at buying some kitchen knives, don't just go to the store with these people. Both of them don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I can help you with your purchase, and I'm not asking for anything. I will just help guide you into the right direction so you can get the right thing for the right value. I... On the other hand, we'll send you a completely different response, <laughs> uh, full of gibberish. <laughs> uh, no, virtually nothing about knives. I bought some Ginsu knives when they came back. Uh, shit, this got to be, I was living with a girl at the time, maybe 10 years ago. Ginsu made a big comeback under a wow. different name, but it was just a Ginsu. And I bought two sets at Sears, and they were terrible, and I hated my life for a long time after that because I can't believe I fell for it twice in a lifetime. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Ginsu, really? Well, I, I was a little kid when the first one came out, and that shit could cut a can. Uh, I called bullshit back then. <laughs> and these new ones, the guy right in front of me, not on TV, not on any video I saw on the Internet, this guy right in front of my very eyes cut the the front of cut through the head of a hammer. Right in front of my eyes. You can't argue with that shit. Yes, you can. Uh, clearly, you can. They were terrible crap knives. The steak knives fell apart the first time we used them. The handles fell right off. Yep. And that's um, how you argue it. <laughs> there are some I don't know how they do it in the live things. Like at at the P and E I'm the I'm the worst at the P and E. I buy all that shit. Well, it's easy how they do it. They buy a really good quality knife. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the the they advertise it as theirs. The ninety-seven different fucking choppers I owned at one time, chopping, dicing, slicing machines. Yeah. Right in front of my eyes, worked like a charm. And as soon as I got them home, I would go to chop and dice and slice, and they wouldn't cut a fucking. They couldn't cut oatmeal. <laughs> They struggle with melt, melted butter. It's the I, it's not right. <laughs> they they just lie. They get out there and lie. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Gord doesn't it's, do that. Is what I'm trying to say. Go to Gord. He'll point you in the right direction. Not like these fucking liars. Fill my <laughs> kitchen with crap. The no, cheese. I was so excited about the cheese mill. All you did was turn it like a pepper shaker and. No. I nearly no. broke my wrist trying to use that thing. <laughs> I, always, um, I always remember when I was a kid out in front of the uh, Milton Mall. One time I went up to the mall for something, and there was this dude doing a demonstration. It was a little grassy patch. I mean, it was just like, I mean, it was a little tight piece of grass that was right in front of the mall. You would think that nothing actually lives in this little grass patch. But the guys are advertising and selling this um, formula 
that literally pulls the the earthworms out of the ground. And he's like, listen, here's this big dry patch of fucking grass, and he fucking, you know, takes this spray, and he this fucking liquid on the ground, and within, you know, like a minute, all of a sudden, all these worms come up out of the ground, and it was amazing. It worked. I watched it happen in front of me, and I thought they should have worms. It was really impressive. So, as a kid, I asked him, like, you know, wow, it's amazing how it worked, and he ended up telling me exactly what he's selling, which he shouldn't have done, because I remembered it for a whole life, and I ended up stealing this trick, and it worked great. He was just using dish soap and water. <laughs> really? <laughs> what it does is the soap irritated, so the water makes the worms think it's raining, because when, when worms think it's raining, they come up to the surface. Of course, Because yeah. they're not going to dry out, right? Um, and they collect the nutrients from the water when it rains. Uh, but the, the soap irritates their skin, so they come up faster, because they want to get up, and they want to get rinsed off, and there's irritant that's on them. Huh. That's what he's saying. If you were saying it for, like, you know, like, things like, at the time, I mean, fuck, this is like 30-something years ago, and it was like, <laughs> I think it was like six or eight dollars a bottle, and it's just a few drops of fucking, like, fucking sunlight fucking dish soap and water. <laughs> That's just awesome. By one gen of soap, and it would last them for, like, a hundred or two hundred bottles. See, that's how I felt about uh, 90% of the things I saw at Bed Bath & Beyond. Well, yeah. Um, just useless stuff that overpriced useless crap. Um, I, I didn't judge most of it because I, I, it didn't matter to me. I, I just worked in the back. No one was asking my opinion anyway, put it that way. Um, Here's some advice for everybody, by the way. There are tons of can openers on the market nowadays that do all types of fancy little neat tricks and stuff and do that. The best can opener on the market still to this day is the $8 fucking red handle KitchenAid fucking, fucking uh, can opener. I will, uh... They will buy it once. It'll last you for 20 years. They don't die. They don't break. They are still the best on the market. You can spend $30 on an OXO and shit won't work in six months. Yeah, what's up with that company? And I love OXO because I am actually a fan of a lot of some of their stuff. Like, I, I am really much a fan of a lot of their stuff because they have amazing ideas. They just aren't quite fully executed it well enough so it's going to last. The same thing can be said about David Koresh or the <laughs> Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> But at least they did something once. That's very <laughs> true, yeah. Uh, but amazing ideas. They just went. didn't really pan out. Um, what am I doing here? I was I was just doing something specific. Can you distract? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. This is not a good thing for me to have internet access while we're talking. Um because I'm trying to work as we talk, and it's dumb. What are you trying to ask? What are you trying to do? Well, I, I, did, I just did a little tweak to the website um, for us. And now I'm trying to download uh, some software for myself. Um, okay. Some uh, Microsoft Publish, uh, which is one step better than Microsoft Word. 
Okay. Um, where it, it, it formats your stuff for you for publishers. So when you write something, it's already done nicely in the way they want it. Oh. Uh, I tried to download it earlier this afternoon, and somehow I messed it up. Because, yes, I've already got massive problems uh, with my computer. Um, because I tried to download some recording software that wasn't exactly um, clean. <laughs> uh, the first thing, right out of the gate, the thing is barely on virus. Um, and now it's running a little wacky. I fixed. I tried to. I fixed. I thought I fixed it. Um, and you know the funny thing you get. Uh, this is another thing people fall for on the internet that I can't believe people fall for is when the these uh, security things pop up, and it'll happen on your phone too. With the, oh, we, we can clean up all this free space on your phone. Just click this button. Yeah, don't. Don't do that. No, no, do not do that. Um, yeah, and I got a bunch of those, like just like a hundred of them. And I went and, and then I got this company uh, popped up. This um, like uh, scamscanner.com where they tell you which of these security companies are scams and which aren't. <laughs> yeah. And it itself is a giant scam. <laughs> and its scam is it lies to you and tells you that the bad ones are good, and then you, you go ahead and click the button. <laughs> I any pop-up is just, just avoid any pop-up that comes up. That's, that's it. Except for... Uh, the Eric and Gord pop-up I'm working on. Yeah, even if it says Eric and Gord, just make sure it's actually us, and then you can trust that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not actually working on a pop-up yet, but there's also, there is a, a whole lot of uh, web design, like online stuff that I can do for free, which is going to be fun for me to fuck around with. And uh, don't be surprised if over the next couple of weeks you hear of a whole lot of apps and stuff flying at you that um, are pretty useless, probably for the most part. Because <laughs> uh, there's also, not, I'm not promoting any particular company, but there is a, a Microsoft uh, uh, Apply, I believe it's called. What the fuck does that do? It's for building a, a complete like web-based business um, and desktop business. I don't know now. I don't remember what I'm saying. It's in here somewhere, and I can't find it. But yeah, you can. It's for like making apps and and web design stuff and games and shit. It's really cool looking, and I'm gonna play with it a lot. Because that's what I like to do. Uh, and hopefully some good stuff will come out of it. I would like a good um, uh, embedded player for our show. And if anyone has any ideas about that, I have no idea what I just said. So I don't even know just said. I'm very confused. I do. It's an embedded player that you can, you can embed it on people's websites, and then they just go to that site, and our show is playing there. It looks like a little stereo or a... Or a little car faceplate. Oh, I remember you talking about that. That's right. Um, but they're very expensive to get them. So if anyone could help me uh, embed stuff, let me know. 
for cheaper than what my companies want from me. <laughs> it's uh, really quite funny when they come at me with these figures. <laughs> hey, you should try uh, to... I see, like the, you'll, you'll get a, a website will pop up and be like, hey, I see you've tried to do this. Perhaps you'd like to try to do this for thousands of dollars. <laughs> no, no, I would not, sir. Thank you for that offer, but I'll keep trying it my way. Um, I always wondered how these companies make money, and now I know it's off idiots like me. You make thousands and thousands of dollars. Oh, hang on. Speaking of, by the way, fucking, well, I was at the Christmas party. Right. right. But so, that, that's, see, that's actually, you're you're reiterating and, and doubling the pot on what I just said. I, some girls are easy at the bar. You said they're so easy, they're taking home themselves right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've been to a lot of bars. I mean, a lot of bars. And I have never once ever come home with a chicken fucker. Really? Never. I don't like to fuck. When I'm drunk, sex is the last thing on my fucking mind. Yeah, see, I, I set my record in uh, 2005. Yeah. I, I, and I never got to talk it because I've had a stream of very long-term girlfriends since then. But the summer of 2005, I checked four in four nights. Wow. That really? Was four consecutive nights, four different girls. Wow. Oh, yeah. my God. I heard a fucking story at the Halloween party I need to share. I'm not going to lie. Two of them weren't quality. But love you, ladies. Go on. Go on with your story. You're going for quantity, not Oh, yeah. Um, I was having this interesting discussion with a, uh, a mother and daughter, because uh, uh, one of the families uh, that were there, their, their, their kids showed up, and she was like 16. But so we're having this sort of big discussion about, like, you know, what's it like being a, a, a good looking young girl nowadays? Like, do you get dick pics? And. That sort of thing. We had this very interesting discussion. And a friend of mine jumped into the conversation. She told me a fucking story that I'm still mind-fucked about this. Kindergarten. Kindergarten. Okay? How old are you in kindergarten? You were what? Five? Five, six years old. And the, um, this, uh, girl was, uh, getting dropped off with her friend by her mother at a friend's house. So they're having like a whole get together. And the mother had said to the daughter, because she told her this at a very young age, obviously she's in kindergarten, she said it. She goes, no, if you ever go out anywhere, if you're ever out somewhere, and if anything happens, you can call me and just basically say this phrase, and I will come and pick you up, no questions asked. Right. Okay? So, sure enough, fucking, that night, drops off the fucking daughter, and she, uh, the daughter, like, two hours later, ends up calling her mom and says the phrase. The mom's like, holy shit, what's going on? So, again, the mother, keeping to her thing, didn't ask, 
just, you know, kept it to him, just didn't say anything, and then the daughter comes up to her and says, do you want to know, like, after a few hours, daughter calmed down, and she comes down, and she goes, do you want to know why I didn't, I, I, I wanted to, yeah, mom goes, you know, look, I'm not gonna, I was, I'm not gonna ask you to tell me, you don't have to, but yeah, I do want to know. And she says, she gets there, and it was, it was, it was boys and girls, and as soon as she got there, they said, oh, well, we're going to play the rainbow game. Okay. Now, do you ever heard of this before? Oh, I know the rainbow game. Okay. So, yeah, so they're going to play no, the rainbow game. personal experience from Degrassi, just so you guys know. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, for those of you that don't know, and this mother didn't know, um, the rainbow game is when all the girls in the room all get different color lipstick and then they basically go down on the guy and the guy at the end of the night with the most colors wins. Yeah. This is in kindergarten. That's pretty brutal. That's fucked. I can't imagine even them knowing what they were doing. No. Yeah, I wouldn't have a clue. No. I, I just... I just, I just, I just like, I'm, I'm fucking dumbfounded. Holy shit, are you fucking kidding me? Rainbow game in kindergarten. I remember hearing about this fucking dude in high school that got fucking four colors deep in one school day. That's, that's and I was like, wow. Yeah, that was impressive. I never played the, I don't remember that existing when I was in school. I went to different parties, apparently. I never experienced it. Clearly, I was a virgin in high school, so I never experienced much. So, <laughs> um, still pissing your age. Yeah, no, I, you know, in grade eight, a good makeout session was uh, pretty spectacular. Yeah, um, I did kiss in kindergarten. Um, I was married actually from kindergarten to grade five. I had a girlfriend in kindergarten, um, but yeah, yeah, we were we had a fake wedding and everything. Well, not a fake. It wasn't fake to us, but you know, looking back, it wasn't legit. That's really cute, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, people were really shocked and dismayed when my when we packed up and moved to BC, and and I just left my wife behind. <laughs> um, we, there, was, uh, there was some uh, uh, rough rough patches. Uh, in and around grade four. I went to another school briefly for a while. Um, that caused a lot of tension in the marriage, but we worked <laughs> it out. Oh, uh, that's just funny. And then I think I've told you the, the story after that, and I, I don't want to tell it on the air. It'd be terrible of me. Um, but I went back to, okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> Happy Halloween, Jody. I still love you. Uh, we... we well, we went back to Brandon, Manitoba when I was 18 for the first time. Uh, uh, second time, actually. And uh, I ran into my best friend, who was my best friend from kindergarten to grade five. And we, we decided to hang out. And it was actually a lot of fun. We, you know, it was just like old times. Uh, he chased me. He's like, you got to see this. And I'm like, what? He's like, just come on. And he takes me walking. And uh, are you still there? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm listening. Very uh, sorry, I got another call coming in on the other line here, and I thought it freaked me out. I thought it was you. Anyway, 
He takes me. He's laughing the whole time. We're walking. He's laughing. He walks up to this door, knocks on the door, and uh, this very, very large woman answers the door. <laughs> and he just bursts out laughing and falls down on her front lawn, howling. He goes, you married that! <laughs> This poor girl. I've been since the fifth grade. She's put on a little weight since then. He just couldn't wait to show me and mock me. Um, what's the mock? She wasn't fat when you when you were dating her. Oh no, no, she wasn't at all. But uh, yeah. she got that way, and that was just the funniest thing in the world. This is in a town where uh, my friend in grade four, Robbie Krieger, um, who is the, when I went back, when I had first gotten married and 22 years old, went back, my brother nicknamed him Robbie Shitstain when we were in grade four. <laughs> at, at 22 years old, he was the bouncer in the one and only nightclub in Brandon, Manitoba, and people are going into the nightclub, still calling him Shitstain. This poor guy, he's 40 years old now. He's still Robbie Shitstain. Oh, that is spectacular. This is a, you know, it's, I don't know what the population is now. I, I, I don't think they've topped 50,000. Um, and they, nobody left. I, I, I'm apparently the only one who ever left. Oh, my God. They're all still there. They're all doing the same things. It's very weird to me, that concept. Uh, my brother never left. Um, that's 14 years old. My family packed up, said, we're leaving. He said, I'm not. And that, was, <laughs> and that was it. That was just the end of Sean. And I thought, at the time, I was like, oh, how brave is he? How great is this? And then looking back, I'm like, who the fuck are these parents that left their 14-year-old 2,000 miles away? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That didn't cross my mind when I was well, four years younger than him, so I, I, I wasn't <laughs> thinking like that at the time. But hey, it was a silent thing. Um, oh, good. There, there he is. It took you so long. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, it is. It's quarter after one in the morning. It is indeed. And I've got early tomorrow. Yeah, I've got a whole bunch of stuff to do myself. Uh, no, I don't. That's a complete lie. <laughs> I'm going to uh, probably do a tremendous amount of nothing and do a little brief podcast from Spreaker.com uh, just to test it out and and tell you about all the nothing I'm doing. It'll be a. It'll be. A, we can all do nothing together. Perfect. And I, you are planning on taking the night off tomorrow. I'm probably not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be at a Halloween party, so I might as well make a show of it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, like I said, I'm not 100 percent sure. I won't know until tomorrow. Um, so I'll just I'll text you and let you know. Sure. Uh, if you are, yeah, do so because if you are, we'll work out a Skype thing, and you can come to the Halloween party with me. That could be very fun. And we'll do a. I'll I'll be podcasting from it anyway. Uh, this has been fun. It was kind of a silly show, but I I needed it. I was in a really bad mood. No, I'm not. So thanks everybody for putting up with me. I promise the next one I'll I'll be cheery and delightful like I always am.
nowhere to go you're always on your way it's great <laughs> that's right life <laughs> is an adventure <laughs> Where is this oh there i think it's over there the mall's like the mall is like half closed the uh, tinseltown um it's like everything is closed but the mall is still open kind of but all the lights are out it's really weird that is very strange good enough to be in there's just people sleeping on benches Weird. Did you just fuck me just like pee on the stairs and give like a fucking yellow waterfall? And of course there's a sign saying the washrooms are closed. So pee on the stairs. Oh, well, I'm peeing somewhere. Actually, probably in this chatter booth because those guys are dicks. <laughs> I love chatter, but I I don't think chatter knows about this booth they've got set up at Tinseltown. Does it smell like urine? They're, uh, they're, they're just assholes. They don't want to talk to you at all. They don't want to help you with your problems. They're, they're bad customer service people. <laughs> well, I'm not going out. Well, now I have to. Where the shit? I hate this. Uh, oh, that's, that's one of my big problems is finding places to pee. Just, I have to do it a lot. There's a, a side alley everywhere. There is, yeah. I don't think I've ever peed in a store before when I was out in fucking Vancouver. I always fucking just found a side alley just behind a fucking dumpster. Uh, yeah, I've done that. I've done a garbage can in a mall. I did a garbage can in a fucking, uh, in a bank once. In a bank? 
Yeah, I was at the fucking. <laughs> I was at the uh, um, the bank issue with my buddy, and I just I'm like, oh, I gotta find a drunk as shit. I'm like, I gotta fucking pee, so I just peed, and I turned over like, oh look, there's a fucking garbage pail. So I just fucking grabbed the garbage pail, moved it to a spot that I thought was you know like out of the light, and it turns out I moved it directly underneath the fucking security camera. Oh, good. So somebody somewhere has a video of me with my dick out and peeing it. I just walked in a giant circle. Awesome. That's frustrating. I love it when I do that. Where the hell is... Ah, this is getting annoying. That's the problem with the alleys in this neighborhood is, you know, they're starting to fill up fast now. All the good sleeping spots are also the good peeing spots. Which yeah. always seemed wrong to me, but... Sorry, what's that? Yes, that is the way it works. Yeah, it, it just baffles me that I don't know. People seem to lose their minds when they become homeless. It's like, just think, man. Why are you pissing right where you plan on sleeping in two hours? That doesn't make sense. No, no. You just no. Just don't. <laughs> Luckily, it's pouring rain. So no one's going to notice, but I'm not walking any further than this. The whole crew across the street probably won't mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't it? I don't know what they're filming. Um, I signed up. I, did I tell you I signed up for, like, uh, to be an extra? Yes, you did tell me that. Did you get a call? I... Getting just ridiculous amounts of uh, number one different casting directors on Twitter. Yeah, like uh, just hundreds of them are coming out, and, uh, and yeah, I'm getting all kinds of roles thrown at me. But most of them are in LA. Oh, I haven't actually gotten one in Vancouver yet. Oh. That's but funny. it's pretty crazy how fast it happens. And the resume is ridiculous. Like, uh, the, the application form, you have to tell them every stupid thing you could possibly do. Oh, shit. <laughs> it must be easy just to drill the sit there and say, I'll do all of it. But uh, they just, I guess they just, um, well, I didn't want to lie too much. <laughs> like, they're going to know that I can't jump a motorbike over a swimming pool or something, you know. If I tell them I'm really great at track and field and I can't run when I get there, it's going to look bad. That was one of the ones I didn't lie about was track and field. But I, 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 so I was fairly honest about it, but they send out like just these big uh, sort of catalogs almost of roles get emailed to me. And it's like, no, I don't think I can play that 12-year-old Spanish woman. <laughs> not quite the role for you. No, until you try. But there was one. It was a. It was a guy who killed his mom, and he looked just like me. Oh. But it's in L.A. and I can't get there. But yeah, my headshot. Our hair was almost even the same. It was creepy. We might just make that effort just to fucking fly you out for it. I would have been being a stunt double. Well, yeah, they're saying uh, I. They're saying now that um, video auditions 
or, or uh, yeah, like video auditions, like Skype auditions and stuff are not rare now. You don't even have to go to LA to audition. You just audition online. And then if they like it, you go up and you get it. That's 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 the way of the world. You don't leave your house to apply for a job now. You just do it online. <laughs> Everything's um, online. Every job I've had since I left uh, Bed Bath, actually, has been online. Since I, I've gotten it without actually looking for a job. Yeah, I guess that's pretty much. Yeah, I guess that's pretty much true for me too. Jesus. Okay, um, I'm in the house. I don't want to be loud, so I am going to let you go. All right, buddy. Thanks for the awesome show. No worries. Thank you, too. It was a blast, as always. Yeah, it was. Uh, it really did cheer me up. I was in a shit mood when I called, so. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad that we could cheer you up a little. Uh, if I don't end up talking to you, I have a really good time tomorrow. Thank you. Um, um, yeah. I will smash a pumpkin just for you. I'll find one and smash it. That would be amazing. I would very much appreciate that. And I'll send you a video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. Have a good night. You too, man. Oh, okay. Bye.